This hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by Baylor Scott and White Health. Neil and everyone here would like to thank all the good folks on the front line, the ones we see and the ones we don't see. We appreciate your hard work, keeping us healthy and hopeful in these tough times. And now here's Neil. All right, Stubby, thank you very much. And indeed, we want to thank all the Baylor Scott and White people and, uh, and, and for all of their dedicated effort. And here we go through this whole cycle again. So please be careful, won't you? Please uh, wear your mask and take all precautions, if you will, and uh, get your vac- vaccination, third vaccination, won't you? Please. Um, and please, won't you call right now? We have an open line. It's 800-288-WBAP. I'd love to see those lines all filled. We have three. And Mike Bass is running the boards, and he'll get you screened and ready to go on the air with me very quickly. Uh, it is a quiet day, a gray day, uh, people doing a lot of other things, and so this is a good day for you to call through if you're wondering about your spring vegetable garden, if you're wondering about uh, pruning of trees, uh, replacing of shrubs, whatever it is, I'd be happy to talk to you. It will get very hectic here in a week or two or three or four, and, and so this is a good chance to get some of those questions answered. I'd be happy to do that. Call now. I'm here for an hour, so no question. You'll get on the air. 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. Today's SPCA of Texas dog is Cindy, S-I-N-D-I. This five-year-old American pit bull terrier mix is one laid-back lady. She has a sleek, short coat with a blend of gray and tan all over and big, kind brown eyes. Cindy is a quiet, gentle girl looking for a home of her own. She came to the SPCA of Texas as a stray, so not much is known about her past. Cindy can be a little shy at first, but she adores being petted once she spends time with you. She loves treats, of course, and she takes them from your hand so gently. Cindy is very calm. She would love a chill family who will let her snuggle up on the couch and enjoy being lazy together. From January 2 through the 16th, Cindy and all other adult dogs and cats at the SPCA of Texas Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center are only $22 to adopt to ring in 2022. Cindy is waiting to meet you at the SPCA of Texas Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center in Dallas. To meet her, come visit her any day between noon and 6. Just like all pets at the SPCA of Texas, Cindy has been spayed, microchipped, and she's had all of her age-appropriate vaccines. She's waiting for her new forever family at the SPCA of Texas Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center at 2400 Lone Star Drive, I-30 west of Hampton Road. The SPCA of Texas uh, Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center is open for adoptions every day, noon until 6. Animals are available for walk-in on a first-come, first-served basis. Appointments are also available for select animals. Please brow- browse their available animals at spca.org slash findapet, one word, spca.org slash findapet, and visit spca.org slash dogadopt to inquire about a dog or spca.org slash catadopt to inquire about a cat. This is Cindy, S-I-N-D-I, if you want to look her up. Easy as that. That report is sponsored today by Arborological Services, the experts your trees deserve. Your trees deserve the best because they contribute the most to your landscape. A good shade tree is is worth thousands of dollars in the resale value of your home. And the outstanding staff of Arborological Services includes a dozen International Society of Arboriculture certified arborists. College degreed plant pathologists, horticulturists, and foresters. Take a look at their website at arborological.com and you'll see a lot of great information on tree care and on tree stories. And you'll also find out that they have three of their men who have been named Arborists of the Year for the great state of Texas. Steve Hauser, Kevin Bassett, and Russell Peters. Oh my goodness, this is a team of winners. They're great. One of their uh, people is uh, the current reigning champion of the Texas State Tree Climbing Championship. Miguel Pastanez has won it 11 times and uh, several years ago was the North American Tree Climbing Champion. That's pretty awesome. And uh, 
They are well-schooled in all aspects of tree care, from routine tree management all the way to his, uh, heroic care of lightning arrest and, and the lightning damage and tree appraisal of value, consultation, damage assessment. If there has been some kind of vandalism, anything of that sort, they can testify as well. They are serious about trees at Arborological Services, arborological.com, the only people I'll ever allow to touch my trees. Their phone number, it's a toll-free number, even though they serve the Metroplex only. It's 866-552-7267, 866-552-7267, Facebook, Arborological Services, Inc., Twitter at The Tree Experts, and their website is arborological.com, Arborological Services. Maintaining a garden isn't easy, but it's nothing compared to what healthcare workers are facing. We join Baylor Scott and White Health in saying thank you to the front line. Thank you for working hard every day and for going all in to protect all of us. And now, back to Neil. All right, Subi, thank you very, very much. Uh, let me uh, give that number one more time. I'm just going to ask, let's go ahead and fill up the phones. Please don't call at, at 20 till 10 and say, man, I never can get in. You can get in right now. We have an open line right now. It's been hard to get calls this morning. doesn't bother me any because I've seen this pattern for 45 years of doing this program, and I also see the ratings. I know there are listeners. I just try to motivate people this time of year to call. Then I try to stand back in uh, in. Uh, uh, spring and summer and fall, uh, because there's so many calls in, 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. We go to Tom in Alvarado. Tom, this is Neil. Thanks for calling. Yes, sir. I, I uh, enjoyed that ad from Arborological Services. I live in Alvarado. Yes, sir. South, and I don't know if they come out this far. I will be looking into that. But I'm I'm asking your advice. I need a tree, need to plant a tree about, I don't know, 15 feet in front of my garage, uh, off of the driveway a few feet. I'm trying to shade a loafing shed that is beside my garage. And according to where the sun sets in in the afternoon, that loafing shed is going to be super hot where it's sitting. I just built it. And uh, I'd like something that, um, I don't want a fast grower. I want something that lasts a long, long time, but I don't want the slowest growth either. I understand. Can you meet me somewhere in the middle? I can, and good for you for saying it that way because uh, let me explain to everybody else. Um, the The problem with fast-growing shade trees is that they all, to a tree, have a fatal flaw of one sort or another. And uh, so when you plant a fast-growing tree, you get shade in a hurry, but it dies after 10 or 20 years. And uh, with the with the the 45 mile an hour, 50 mile an hour trees, you get shade almost as fast, but it will live 10 times as long without the major problems. Uh, my preference uh, for shade trees would be one of the oaks. I'd probably go with Schumard red oak or chinkapin oak or burr oak. Steve Hauser, the owner of the company I just did the ad for, refers to burr oaks as the the best. Uh, Let's see, how's he? Fra- I don't know exactly how he phrases it, but he calls it the best fast growing shade tree. Uh, and then he qualifies by saying it really isn't fast growing like a, like a cottonwood, but it, it's, uh, the, the, it's the fastest growing of the high quality trees. I have found that chinkapin oak grows about the same way. I've, I've been really thrilled with my chinkapin oak. And what I encourage people to do, Tom, is instead of, um, planting a, a five foot uh, fruitless mulberry or silver maple, plant a 10-foot, 40-gallon uh, 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 chinkapin oak or burr oak or, or Chinese pistachio, and then you'll pay more for it, but you gain a couple of years of growth by getting a bigger tree, and that okay. will kind of even it all out, and it'll take off better. And I'd probably go with chinkapin oak over a Chinese pistachio, for example. I just I have a lot of faith in chinkapin oaks, and they're fairly mainstream now. You won't have any trouble finding them. Okay. That's good. Thank you so much. I appreciate you, that. You are very welcome, and I commend you for having that uh, compromise mentality because so many people don't. They, they just say, i got to have that fast growth. 
and they don't they don't care you know if it's going to die in a few years so have a great day that's a wonderful question i really appreciate it okay we'll come back we have sandy in north richland hills and then anna in north richland hills our next two calls up we have one line open tom's is now open and that number is 800-288-wbap 800-288-9227 and um so let me uh, see what we have my first uh, ad breakup is for Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. And I have my ratings in there of the best shade trees for Texas. And if you wanted to see why I say some of these things about the various trees, it's right there in the tree uh, chapter, chapter three. Uh, this ought to be uh, a gardening reference for anybody who enjoys gardening or wants to make gardening an easier task. I will guarantee your satisfaction with this book. I will guarantee that it will save its price, thirty-six ninety-five, by the end of the springtime. You make one bad choice of a shade tree, and you've paid for the book right there. You uh, put down a fertilizer at the wrong time or the wrong kind of fertilizer, and you're there. You put out a flat of flowers at the wrong time, and you're there. I mean, this it doesn't take much to save thirty-six ninety-five, and this book will save you that very easily. Um, I self-published this book, so I finally could have everything in my book that I wanted. The Complete Guide to Texas Gardening, done 30 and 40 years ago. Um, that, those were good books when they came out, but I had committees working on them with me, and they kept insisting on taking this out, that out, combining this and that, and I just never felt like those were the books I wanted. But uh, Lone Star Gardening is. Thanks to Carolyn Skye, the editor, and Cindy Smith, my graphic designer, we were a team of three that put this book together. covers all topics of outdoor gardening for all parts of Texas, lawns, landscapes, annuals, perennials, and fruit and vegetables. Chapter 2 is that 48-page calendar, four pages per month, telling you when you need to plant, prune, fertilize, and protect all the plants that you're growing. 344 pages, it's a hardback, 840 photos, printed in San Antonio, not overseas, to keep fellow Texans employed. It's not in stores, and it's not on Amazon. That's so I can sign every copy as it sells. They're in my garage, frankly, and uh, at least a big part of them. The rest are in the at the printer in San Antonio. And the sixth printing is underway. I will tell you that it's going to cost more than this fifth printing, so if you want to save, you buy it now. Satisfaction guaranteed or a full refund, 73,000 copies sold, not one request for a refund. Thirty-six ninety-five. Here are the two ways you can order it. Order from my office by calling Monday through Friday, 9 to 5. Here's the phone number, 800-752-GROW. 800-752-4769. The better way is to order it right now at my website, neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y. Com. Severe storms in Texas pop up quickly with wind and hail that can damage your roof. Call Wortham Brothers Roofing at 972-562-5788. Schedule your free roof inspection or visit wbroofing.com. They've been in business more than 28 years. Wortham Brothers Roofing provides the highest quality workmanship materials and service. That's Wortham Brothers Roofing. 972-562-5788. WBRoofing.com. Hello, friends. This is Tommy Brummett, pastor of First United Methodist Church in downtown McKinney, inviting you to join us for worship. You can join us in person in McKinney and in Melissa join us online. Find out all options at sharingtheheart.org. First United Methodist Church, where the love of God is proclaimed and everyone is welcome. Thank you, Tommy, very, very much. He is our pastor. That is our church. And we would love to have you worship along with us. Uh, the uh, online service that is streaming is 10.05 on Sunday mornings at sharingtheheart.org. And that is the one we attend. Um, I get uh, home to watch with my wife as quickly as I can from my broadcast studio. Um, and uh, we'd love to have you join us. There are in-person services at 8, 9, 10.05, and 11.10. I can't wait till we can go back into the sanctuary. I miss our church. 
but the online uh, worshiping is is next best. Sharingtheheart.org. Thank you, Tommy. Ace Hardware. Ace is the place with helpful hardware folks, people that step out of their way to to um, help you to see if there is anything they can do to help you. But they don't hover. If you just want to browse and look at things, they're happy to have you do that. But they are there ready to serve. I like that a lot. And you know they have specialists in each one of their departments. If you go in and you say, I really need to, to match this paint, well, they'll, they'll put you in contact right then and there with the person who is the best paint matcher in the store. Or if you need to have help with plumbing, somebody that knows plumbing very well, they'll put you in contact with that person. Housewares, same deal. And it's just really neat to have that kind of enthusiastic support and help, as opposed to some of the big national stores where you walk in and you look all the way down, almost need a telescope to see down in the aisle, and you don't see anybody there to help you. They're good stores, but they just don't have the help and uh, and specialized help, especially. With Ace Hardware, you do, and they have great merchandise. Now, these are individually owned stores. The owner is, is a member of your community, somebody with vested interest in your community, somebody you probably already know. That's what sets them apart. This is not a national chain with managers. This is locally owned. There's a manager there, but it's somebody with a local owner. And the owner is usually on site as well. Ace Hardware. Ace is the place with great products. And Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. Gardeners are all about keeping plants healthy and protected, and the same should go for our loved ones. Together with Baylor Scott & White Health and the hardworking healthcare front line, we urge you to get the shot, mask up, and stay safe. And remind your family and friends to do the same. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Stuby, very, very much. Thanks to all of you who have called. Lines are filled right now. As I empty one, please feel free to fill it up. 800-288-WBAP. It's very comforting to see the lines all filled. Let's go to Sandy in North Richland Hills. Sandy, this is Neil. Good morning. Well, good morning to you, and Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Thank you. How can You're I You're welcome. I have a really weird question. Uh, my neighbor has an elm tree. Probably 40 or 50 at least years old. And I know they drop seeds. And um, the older they get, the more seeds they drop. Well, okay, pecan trees drop purlins. But this silly little elm tree, huge, it dropped purlins last year. What is a purlin? I've never heard that term. Oh, my. Um, it's kind of like a stringy-looking thing. Okay. I mean, it, uh, pecan trees drop them every year. So if, if I live think, in a pecan forest, I would have expected I'd have known, but no. I'll, well, I'll take your word for it. How, how can a, I help? That's a West Texas name, so we call okay. them purlings okay. so All right. But, it, it, but it's stringy, and I was just wondering if that meant the tree is fixing to die. If hmm. it's going to, you know, because it is so old, and it's split, you know, but it's never dropped purlings before. I wish I could explain what a purline is. They're about four inches long. Are you talking about catkins? I get possibly if that's this is in the spring. Correct. Yeah, and they just look like a fuzzy caterpillar. No, no, these don't have any fuzz on them. Well, I don't mean fuzz, but they're they're about not quite as big as a pencil in diameter, and and three or four inches long. They they gather up on the gutters and everywhere. Yes, yes. That's just catkins, pecan catkins. That's the flowers. Okay. Well, that's what this this elm tree dropped. No, no, no. Elms yes, don't bloom that way. Everybody thinks I am completely nuts, and I thought... Well, I wouldn't if, say that. You're kind if, enough to call my program. If, I, I thought, if I could just gather some, you know, and prove it to others, because I had I had never seen it happen before. Well, and let me let me, pre- let me present a, uh, a possibility. Um, but I want you to look up... I'm, I've looked up... I'm, I'm now in Yahoo, because it's what came up on my laptop. Um, 
and I, I looked up Perlines as per the way Mike Bass spelled it in the in the call screen page, and all I get is pralines, mm. and I don't think that's you know I, I wouldn't object if pralines kept falling in my yard. That'd be no great. Kidding. Um, but uh, I think you need to look up catkins, pecan catkins. Google that and and see if that's what you're seeing. Oak trees will produce those also. Any nut producing tree will produce catkins. They are the male flowers of the trees. And what will happen sometimes, Sandy, is that they will, on a windy day like we have in March and April, they will gather together and they will blow a great distance and they can look like they've come from somewhere else. It may be that there's an oak tree near the the ash trees or, let's see, elm tree. Elm. That you're talking about, yeah. Elms. Uh, elms don't have catkins. They're, I didn't think so, but this no. one literally did. I mean, it well, was on it, the it may be something that blew into the elm and then fell. I I don't know. I'm I'm totally <laughs> I'm at stumped. Yeah. I'm stumped, and I figured, well, maybe that's a telltale sign that the elm tree is actually no, dying. No, no way, no way, no way. Look up catkins. That's what it is. There's no no indication that the elm is in any uh, jeopardy at all of dying, and. Uh, and, and we'll go from there. But I'll bet you're looking at, at uh, pecan catkins. They they will make a mass that's as big as a volleyball when they get when the wind blows them and they all get tumbled together like tumbleweeds. Hmm. It's, it's I know what a, tumbleweeds are. <laughs> well, yeah, but the, yeah, I'll bet. I'll bet. <laughs> but anyway, where were you from in West Texas? Odessa. We used to make uh, Christmas trees out of tumbleweeds. I know. Somebody posted uh, a story about... Uh, uh, a, a a person going on their on their ranch land with a trailer gathering tumbleweeds. A friend of mine from Snyder, mm-hmm. and uh, said, "What are you doing out here?" And the guy said, "Well, I'm gathering these. We're taking them to New York City. We sell them there. We <laughs> spray paint them red and sell them for Christmas." All I right. got to run, but hopefully that'll help you. It's Catkins, and I don't think it's any concern at all. Is it you spell with a K or C? C-A-T-K-I-N-S. Great. So it's Thank the you flower. very much. Yeah, you it's have the a flower blessed day. I will. Same to you. Thanks so much. Let me, uh, well, let's see. Um, I can help Anna. That's going to be a quick question in North Richland Hills. She's been waiting a while. And uh, You know what? Maybe, Anna, hang on just a second. I don't want to get to Dennis's newscast too late. Stay with me. You'll be first up on the other side, then Diana in, uh, Diane and McKinney. Baylor's Cotton White Health, they are the sponsors of this entire hour for this year, as they have been for a long, long time, 16, 17 years now, and I thank them for that. Gardeners know how much work it takes to keep a garden happy and healthy, and I'd like to take some time to talk about another group of incredibly hardworking people. They are the people who keep us happy and healthy. They are the beloved healthcare workers who are out there on the front line even today as we speak. They have the hardest job of all. We owe each and every one of them a giant thank you through this pandemic. Thank you for never giving in. Thank you for never settling for good enough. It's not easy to protect us from COVID, but we see you showing up every day and giving us every ounce of your energy, and we thank you for that. This has been a horrific ordeal for all of us, but oh my goodness, for the healthcare workers, thank you to the frontline workers, to Baylor, Scott, and White frontline workers, but you know, I don't think they'll be offended if I extend that to all frontline workers and to the the uh, people who work uh, elsewhere in in paramedics and also in groceries. Thank you. To my listener, remember that we uh, we can help ourselves. Uh, you can show your appreciation to the frontline people. Get vaccinated. Wear your mask. Those are great ways to show your support and share those messages on social media. This is not about politics. That's just not about politics. I had somebody say, well, bye, Neil. I'm not going to listen to you anymore because of your mask policy. This is not about you know, you don't know how I vote at all, and it doesn't matter. This is about science. It's about common sense. One more big thank you to Baylor, Scott and White Health. We love you, especially to the frontline people, for all that you have done to keep us all safe. There's a lot more behind the scenes that I'm not going to share with you, but I will tell you, thank you, Baylor, Scott and White. Thank you so much. Baylor, Scott and White Health. Listen to WBAP in your home. Just ask your smart speaker and she'll gladly assist. Alexa, open WBAP. Wherever you want us, whenever you want us. News Talk 820, WBAP. WBAP WBAP.com.
Hillsbury's eGardens is back, and it's better. It's never gone anywhere, but you know what? We have changed it to be weekly several uh, several years ago, and it has really gone gangbusters. We gained about 20% of readership last year alone. People like that weekly feature. And always five stories in eGardens. One of them is a featured plant of the week, something that's either beautiful right then or that needs to be planted right then so it can be beautiful or productive sometime in the future. That's one of the stories. One of the stories is always a featured question of the week, something you've asked me repeatedly right here and out on the street and everywhere I go. Uh, So that's the second of the stories. Another one is gardening this weekend where I outline the things that you need to do in the ensuing three or four days after eGardens publishes on Thursday evening, just a little after 6 p.m. It comes from my computer directly to your email. Gretchen assembles it for me at my office, but basically that's it. Now, you have to subscribe to eGardens, but you know how much it costs? Nothing. It's always been free, always will be free. And uh, the reason you have to subscribe is I don't send it out indiscriminately. We need to have a way to get it to you, so you subscribe. But I will never spam you. I don't give or sell your email address to anybody. You'll get 52 emails from me a year, and that'll be eGardens. And uh, so if you want to see what it looks like, go to the same page where you sign up for it. You can preview it ahead of time, and, and you make the decision. I think you'll say, yeah, I want that. It's at neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Then click on the eGardens tab. 100 years serving DFW. Trending now. Trending now. On WBAP and WBAP.com. The governor of Texas has made it official. He is running for re-election to a third term. I'm Dennis Martin. At the WBAP 24-7 News Desk. ClassicChevrolet.com, WBAP first traffic and weather on the ones. Disabled vehicles blocking the number one lane of the westbound Bush Turnpike right around Independence Parkway. Construction's closed east and westbound I-30's HOV lanes between Center Street and President George Bush Turnpike. For WBAP's first traffic on the ones, I'm Dennis Martin. Now the WBAP forecast going to be mostly cloudy today. It'll be windy, cooler. Temperatures will actually fall during the day once we reach a high of 52, and we're almost there right now. Tonight, clear, cold, overnight low 32. Monday will be mostly sunny and seasonably cool. Monday's high temperature, 55 or so. Right now, lots of clouds, 51 degrees in Dallas, 48 in Fort Worth. Texas Governor Greg Abbott has formally announced he's running for re-election to a third term. He did so Saturday at the Hispanic Leadership Summit in the Rio Grande Valley. The fact of the matter is that the Rio Grande Valley is truly brimming with promise. It's the promise of opportunity, of prosperity, and hope. Abbott says he has a statewide media blitz ready to go, and he'll make 60 campaign appearances before the Republican primary election. That's on March 1st. Dallas Police Department and Texas DPS issued more than 130 tickets during their joint New Year's Eve campaign against road rage. Covering areas along US 75, I-45, I-20, I-635, and the tollway. Officer Michael Dennis says the campaign was successful, so they're going to continue it during 2022. I'm Dennis Martin. Our next news update will be at 10 o'clock. Check back several times throughout the day. Stay informed with News Talk 820 WBAP 99.5 FM HD 2 and WBAP.com. Thank you, Dennis, very much. Let me uh, chat with you for a moment about Womack Nursery Company in DeLeon, Texas. I am so proud to represent this company here to you right now because they have the very best in fruit trees, in pecan trees, in grapevines, in blackberries, in all the fruit and pecan varieties. They feature those. They have since the 1930s. 
That's a long time, folks. That's 80, almost 90 years now that they have featured the finest. And you know what they do is they, they follow very closely alongside Texas A&M. They want to know what's being recommended by Texas A&M, and then they grow it to make sure that you have it. So when your local county extension office or when a state fruit specialist recommends a variety for a part of Texas, they'll have it ready for you. Now, the farther you go into the winter, the more they get sold out of some of the better varieties. So be very careful. Don't wait too long. Womack Nursery Company, they ship uh, by mail order all over the state of Texas. They ship bare-rooted. You don't have to go to DeLeon to get your plants. They welcome you if you want to. It's quite a place, and they have been so great to Texans for so long. I have trees that I bought from Womack's years and years ago. They're producing now, and uh, they're just great. Womack Nursery Company, let me give you all of their contact information. You can see everything on their website at WomackNursery.com. W-O-M-A-C-K, Womack Nursery. Nursery.com. You can call and get a copy of their catalog mailed to you. That's 254-893-6497. That's a Monday through Saturday uh, answer on that, probably. I uh, don't know that they don't answer on Sunday, but uh, the nursery is open Monday through Saturday. Uh, so, again, 254-893-6497, Womack Nursery Company, 2551 State Highway 6 in DeLeon, D-E, capital L-E-O-N, Texas, 76444-WomackNursery.com. Anywhere, Anywhere anytime. anytime. And it's just wherever you need it, you can just go online and get it. Just tell your smart device to play. News Talk 820 WBAP. Hmm. Homegrown goodness, that's what Mueller is all about. Mueller's been producing quality steel buildings and metal roofing right here in Texas for 90 years. Well, now you can grow yourself a Mueller greenhouse right in your own backyard. Mueller's easy-to-assemble, bolt-together greenhouses come in five sizes. From 6x9, that won't be big enough. You need a bigger greenhouse. How about their 12 by 21 size? They feature a galvanized steel frame with more than 30 designer trim colors from which to choose. With hail-resistant polycarbonate panels, lockable walk doors and windows, a Mueller greenhouse will let the sun shine in while it protects your plants year-round. Don't let the weather ruin what you've worked so hard to produce. Get a great greenhouse from a Texas-grown company. Visit them online at MuellerInc.com. That's M-U-E-L-L-E-R-I-N-C.com. Or give them a call at 877-2-MUELLER. That's 877-268-3553. MuellerInc.com. Mueller for greenhouses. You don't just want your garden to grow. You want it to flourish, much like our hopes for living in a world without COVID. Let's join Baylor Scott & White Health in saying a big old thank you to the front line. They're doing what it takes to keep hope flourishing, and we need that now more than ever. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Stubby. We go back to the phone lines. We have an open line right now at 800-288-WBAP. 800-288-9227. This is Anna in North Richland Hills. Anna, good morning. Good morning, Neil. I listen to you every Sunday morning coming to Sunday school. Thank you very, very much. Thank you. I have a poinsettia that's eight or nine years old, and I've babied it every year, and um, it's about... um, five foot tall and it's real sparsely now on the leaves but it's still got the flowers on the tips and it still looks real pretty and i brought it in the garage last week when we had that cold spell and i wrapped the bottom of it and i'm keeping it watered good and it stay it looks just like it did it don't seem to be wilted much my question is, do I need to cut those stems off and just keep it watered in the garage or just leave it be? Um, hmm. Probably there will come a time when you will want to trim it way back and repot it and get it to put out a lot of new growth. I don't know how much vigor it still has after all that time, Anna, but it, it probably okay. would benefit from... It probably would benefit from a new pot, a bigger pot, fresh potting soil, 
a good bit of nitrogen fertilizer, uh, water-soluble fertilizer, and uh, and a, a severe cutback to to six or ten inches, and and let it just start completely over. That's a long time. I don't know of anybody I've ever heard keeping one that long. <laughs> well, it's it's been nice to watch it. Are you saying about ten inches from the soil or from yeah, the end of? Yeah. Okay. No, from the soil, and uh, now I'm not seeing your plant, so I, I'm just kind right. of guessing that. Poinsettia is where they where they grow outdoors, uh, where it doesn't freeze. Make large shrubs that will go up to the eaves of the house, and mm-hmm. uh, so uh, where we grow them in pots, we restrict them a great deal, and that that um, that wears them out. You know, they they don't have all the fertilizer, all the water they need. And they just kind of wear down over time. So that heavy pruning I'm suggesting is is going to it's going to do one of two things. It's, the plant's going to say, "Man, I am done. I've been in this pot all this time, and now look what she's done. She's cut me way back. I'm giving it up." Or it's going to say, "A fresh start. I have new soil. I have fertilizer, a new pot. Uh, this is my chance to grow again." And and I can't tell if there's enough vigor in the plant. I could tell pretty quickly by looking at it. But, uh, but on a phone call, I can't I can't really get a feeling for how how much vigor right. is left in the plant. Hopefully, there's a good bit. If you don't want to okay. cut it back that severely, you don't have to. But that's the right. best way to get a really nice regrowth if it's able to do that. Okay, I'll try that. Okay, thank you so much. You have a happy new year. Happy new year. Thanks for the call. Take care. All right, let's go to uh, Diane and McKinney. Diane, this is Neil. Good morning. Diane? Good morning. Good morning, right. Neil. Um, I have a question. It's kind of a silly question about uh, growing grass. And I don't know if this is the time of the year to talk about it, but sure. I have uh, two um, pretty large uh, trees um, that make a lot of shade in the summer, of course. Now they're they're fine. Um, but I never get grass to grow there and I try to put some uh, seed down, and then I guess I don't know if I don't water it enough. But and it's in a part of the lawn where water kind of, kind of runs downhill, so it gets kind of muddy there. Is there is it time of year to put down some sod or seed or anything I could do to get some grass to grow there? Well, first of all, no, it is not the right time to to plant any kind of grass. What what are the trees? Um, they're. Uh, um, Really? All right. They Mm -hmm. normally don't get big enough to do that kind of shading. Um, Is there anything else around that's also adding to the shade? Like are the crepe myrtles on the north side of the house, and so the house is also adding to the shade, or is it just the crepe myrtles? It's just the crepe myrtles. All right. Let me, uh, what kind of turf grass do you have? What kind of lawn do you have? Uh, Just Bermuda. All right. Bermuda needs uh, uh, eight hours of direct sunlight to to hold its own and and especially to grow well. If you don't have Mm -hmm. eight hours of sunlight, it will thin out. Um, It might make it at seven hours, but anything less than that, and it's not going to, it's going to look bad. Uh, St. Augustine is more shade tolerant. I'm not suggesting you plant St. Augustine in April when the planting time comes, but it is more shade tolerant. And so if you had a lot of shade, uh, from other trees through your whole yard, then I would I would recommend changing over to St. Augustine. It will crowd out Bermuda, and I would not plant St. Augustine in that one spot uh, just to solve the, the, the small area problem because it will take mm-hmm. over your whole yard, and you may not want that. Right, right. Um, probably what you need to do is, is fi- make a bed under there and put a ground cover in that will tolerate the shade. There is no grass okay. that's, that's going to do what you need. There are some wonderful ground covers that will grow in the shade. I live, uh, my wife and I are in, in McKinney or in the McKinney School District. We're not in the city per se, but uh, so I'm well familiar with the conditions and and uh, we live in a pecan forest, so I don't have any sunlight and, and I've used a lot of Mondo grass, which has a grass look to it, but it's not a grass you uh, mow and, and play croquet on. It's, it's, a, it's a ground cover. And it's worked beautifully okay. for me. We have probably half an acre of it that I've over many years oh, planted. Yeah, 
it's a little obsessive sounding, but it you know you do a couple thousand square feet at a time, and I haven't bought any for many years, for probably thirty years, because I have plenty and I just propagate my own. But that that has worked really well as a ground cover, and it'd give you that look uh, that would not be nice with the Bermuda. You would use uh, a deep edging like uh, the green metal edging, driven all the way flush with the soil, to keep the the mondo grass, monkey grass, from going out into the yard and uh, to keep the Bermuda from coming into the mondo grass. That, that is a concern. You have to keep the two things separated. And right, so good right. edging would do that. And how do you maintain that? Do you cut it? Do you trim it? Or just no, let it go I've, wild? I've had, I've had uh, like I say, half an acre of it or more uh, for oh, 30, 35 years in some areas. And I've mowed it one time, and that was after that ice storm um, about seven or eight years ago that had where ice laid on top of it for so long, for about five days. It browned it a good bit, so I mowed it then, but I've never mowed it otherwise. Never okay. done anything. I, I fertilize it and water it, and that's it. It's it's also in an area where I have two little grandchildren, and they seem to, there's a little uh, uh, sandbox there, so I don't know if that would work with the ground cover, otherwise I'll move there. Well, if, if you have grandkids else, but... that are on the on the grass in the exact same area, they may be trampling the Bermuda. It may it may not be getting quite enough sunlight, and it has pedestrian traffic, and those two things could be could be adding mm-hmm. together to to uh, take it down. So that's a possibility. Mm-hmm. Uh, if there's any chance of moving the sandbox five feet one way or the other, you might be able to save the grass. I don't know. I can't. Mm-hmm. I can't tell without seeing it. As I said yeah, at the very yeah. outset, it is unusual for crepe myrtles to cast enough shade to kill grass. That normally doesn't right, happen. Right. I'm very active right. in the crepe trails of McKinney, so I work with crepe myrtles all the time, and, and yeah. we don't normally see crepe myrtles casting that kind of shade. And again, it's in an area of the yard. Uh, there's sort of a hill behind it, so anytime there's a lot of rain, it uh, it gravitates down in between those two crepe myrtles, so it it gets uh, watery and damp a lot. Well, unless it's boggy, I don't think that would be hurtful to the Bermuda. I don't know. It would have mm-hmm. to, if you, if you get moss growing on the surface at this time of year, that tells you that it's too wet. If you don't have moss growing okay. there, then I don't think I'd be particularly concerned. Okay. So it's either the uh, ground cover or maybe like playground material. Um, well... Yeah, I guess I you could that. you could use bark mulch if it doesn't wash if the rainfall doesn't wash across it. I have a, a, several areas in my in my landscape where I've used uh, pine bark mulch for pathways, and it works great. Just the the finely ground pine bark mulch. I just open bags okay. and and spread it out and use it as my walkway surface. So that would That's be good. That's a good idea. The, yeah, the ground uh, uh, grandchildren could could play on that and wouldn't be a problem at all. So finely ground pine bark mulch. Yes, it's nickel and dime size, and uh, they're. Um, I don't. I don't know how many brands there are out there on the market. I use Jamasco. I don't know how many brands are that size. I don't think there are too many that are down to that size. That's commonly okay. sold in nurseries. A lot of nurseries have it, and okay. uh, and hardware stores. And so I think you'll have no trouble finding it. They don't advertise anywhere I go, so I'm not concerned about sounding mm-hmm. like plugola with that one that's a that's a great right, product right. yeah anyway okay, hope that helps a, a few options i appreciate it thank you so you much betcha. have a good day take care all right we'll come back and go to linda in north dallas a magnolia question in just a second neil spray's lone star gardening you can see uh, uh, a lot of our yard in my book uh, lots of photos when i was writing the book if i needed a photo went out and took the photo right in our own yard it's your go-to gardening reference. You'll see the pine bark mulch. You'll see the pathways. You'll see the mondo grass in our backyard. That's on page 99, I think it is, and 141 or 143. I'm not sure which. Uh, our backyard with lots of mondo grass. I self-published this book so I could finally have the book I always wanted to have. I just always felt rather compromised with the uh, the old cowboy boot book that was done in 1982 and 1991, the second edition. And so when I did this one, I decided, you know what, I don't want to go back through the publisher. I want to do this one self-published. And I did not do any part of this to look like the old cowboy boot book. Didn't even open the old book. I just started over. 
Chapter 1 is the basics of gardening in Texas. Chapter 2 is the 48-page calendar, which I've never put in a book before. Four pages per month that tell you when you do everything that needs to be planted, pruned, fertilized, or protected in your landscape and garden. That chapter alone will pay for this book by the end of the spring. 340, oh, and then chapters 3 through 11 cover trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, uh, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. 344 pages. It's a hardback, 840 photos, printed in San Antonio, bound in San Antonio. It's not in stores, and it's not on Amazon. Oh, and I might add, this is the fifth printing that I'm selling to you now at thirty-six ninety-five plus tax and postage. The sixth printing is on the presses right now. I want to have it done and sitting on the floor of the, uh, of the printer uh, waiting for the fifth printing to sell out. I don't want to run out like I did the, on the last two printings. And uh, the sixth printing is going to be more expensive because of the uh, the price rises in almost everything you buy these days. So if you want to save money, you'll buy it right now. Only thirty six ninety five Satisfaction guaranteed. I'll be signing the books that are sold today. I'll be doing that tonight and tomorrow. We'll get them in the mail on Tuesday. Now, here are the two ways you can order it, since it's not in stores and not on Amazon. You order it from my office by calling the office Monday through Friday, 9 to 5. That number is 800-752-GROW, 800-752-4769. But the better way is to order it directly from my website and to do so right now at neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y. As soils go from dry to wet to dry, our foundations are taken along for the ride. Serious damage can ensue. If you're seeing signs of what you fear might be foundation issues, let the experts at Advanced Foundation Repair do their thorough evaluation on your home's foundation. It's free, and if you don't have foundation problems, they'll tell you so. Their work is affordable, and it's guaranteed for the lifetime of the home. Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003. Foundationrepairs.com. All right. Thank you, sir. And let me tell you about Sunburst Shutters right now. They have been a sponsor for about 12 years. And when I got the call that they wanted to advertise, I thought, you know what? We have been talking at our home, the Sperry home, about replacing our old window treatments, which were really getting some age to them. My wife and I had been talking about it. We knew we didn't want Venetian blinds. They were kind of old and boring. And we knew we didn't want, we had some do-it-yourself shutters that had uh, fabric inserts that my wife and For now, the game is scheduled together. for February 3rd. And thank you, Mike. And um, we also uh, had some, um, uh, we just knew it was time to change them. They had, they had gotten uh, kind of rickety, and I didn't want anything. I had to hang myself. Well, Sunburst Shutters contacted me just about the right time because I went out and looked at this product, and I thought, this is it. Took my wife there. This is it. Brought them out to the house, invited them to the house. And first of all, they are the nicest people in the world, and you just feel so comfortable having them come to your home and look at the windows and uh, giving you the, the, the price, and you say, yes, that's exactly what I've been wanting. These are plantation-style shutters with two and a half, three and a half, or four and a half inch louver size, and uh, they, uh, uh, they, they just look so great. They're made of polywood, which is a man-made material that doesn't crack or warp or split or peel. They're color fast white or off-white. They can custom make them to any opening in your house. And each one is made for a specific window. That's why they fit so well. Sunburst shutters made of polywood now available also in Austin, San Antonio, Houston, and Waco. Here's the phone number. 214 2601 214-343-2601 Gardening advice is only helpful when people actually hear it. And the same goes for telling folks about all the things our healthcare workers are doing to protect us from COVID. So share the word on social media. Remind your friends and family to say thank you to the front line. And now back to Neil. All right. Thank you, Stubby. Let's go to Linda in North Dallas. Linda, this is Neil. Good morning. 
Good morning. Um, I, last week, I believe, somebody called in about a magnolia tree that someone in their family had purchased. It was a variety I think you weren't so familiar with. You were excited about it, and I wondered what the variety was so that I can look it up and possibly plant it where I just took down a tree. All right. I am looking back. Man, my handwriting is terrible. I keep a record of every call. And okay. uh, I will have it here. Okay. And then while you're looking for that, um, some things I'd like to know about it. May Paris, um, they... I think, is it It was Dale what? and Cleburne, and it was May Paris, the city of Paris. And it just says, oh, maybe Mary Paris. That's how bad the handwriting is. Maybe Mary Paris. I'll see it's if called I can... Mary pa- Oh, okay. I here. think so. I'll see if I can pull it up quickly. I'm using okay. a different computer now in my head then. Okay, and then I'd like to know what light conditions and what's the width and height of this variety. Oh, great. Put Mary Paris in, I get obituaries. I get, oh. oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe do Magnolia, Mary Paris. <laughs> I am right now. Oh. I'll see what I get. I remember that North Carolina State University had it as um, as a description. Okay. Uh, Mary Moore. Oh, it's two R's. Is uh... okay. It's uh, K. Paris Magnolia, and and that okay. I remember now that that had uh, that was uh, something I encountered last week also. Okay, uh, K. So Paris is it a K or K A Y? K A Y P A R R I S, and it is listed uh, from Monrovia Nursery, which is a huge nursery out in California. But they no longer sell it. Let me see if I can. It's there are plenty of places that sell it. I'm going to let you do some research on it too. I've got the name for you, and that's the the big start. K a y p a r r i s and uh, Monrovia uh, doesn't give a size apparently. Man, this is a brand new laptop, and I've got to get the settings fixed up because the font <laughs> is about two point. Um. I believe it was a, a dwarf in in between a little gem and teddy bear in size. That's what I was. That's what was interesting to me. Um, twenty twenty feet get, tall, ten feet wide in ten years. So that is, okay, that is and intermediate. Now, is there what's the smallest magnolia variety then? Teddy bear of, teddy of bear. southern mag. Oh. Now remember that that most magnolias are deciduous and are northern plants. Teddy bear is the smallest of the. Uh, of the Magnolia Grandiflora, the southern magnolias. Okay. It's All very right. dwarf and very slow. This one seems to be something just a little bit uh, faster. You can look this up and do a little bit of the homework since I'm out of time, but that'll get you started. Uh, okay, great. Thank you. Appreciate your call. Folks, thanks for listening. Mike Bass, nice job today. This has been a good program. I've enjoyed this. Have a safe and wonderful week. Until next week, happy gardening.